Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. Well, it's been ten years and a thousand tears. And look at the mess I'm in. A broken nose and a broken heart. And an empty bottle of gin. Well, I said... All right, let's do this, gang. What's up, all? Bastard here. Bear here. Raj. We got uh, Point Hammered, number 29. Oh, my God, 29. Today is the first recording of the year, January 13th. Is that what it is? 2011, suckas. This cast number has exceeded my age. (laughs) Really? It's creeping up on you guys. It's going to be a while before we exceed ours. (laughs) At our current rate, probably about, you'll probably stay even for the rest of your life. The rate we released. Nice. (laughs) So, uh. What's going on? Yeah. It's been a while. It has been a while. We got a lot to talk about. Did anyone get any Warhammer shit for Christmas? Absolutely not. Nope. Yeah. I don't ask for it. I did. Yeah, I didn't want any. Fuck all I that. I know it's going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the high elf archers, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I could really use these yeah. warriors. Ginger got me paintbrushes from the university. Oh, yeah, they do sell sell brushes there. Have you yeah. tried them out? Yeah, they're totally unusable. <laughs> <laughs> but I told her that they work well. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably as pricey as G-Dub brushes. Nah, she said they were really cheap, so... Just give them to me. I can use them up on some terrain. You know, I'll, I'll, re- I'll go through them all yeah. in like one night. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll find a use for them, but they're not good for detail painting. But mm-hmm. base base stuff, a little bit of base coating, that kind of shit, they work fine for. So, uh, okay. What uh, did you guys get? Anything cool for the holidays? Christmas? The Yule? The Yule tide? Yeah. Krampus What'd you get? Didn't leave me shit, dude. Krampus? <laughs> Krampus is supposed to take your naughty ass away. <laughs> yeah, he swooped in. Uh, not much. I got accumulated. Cole's gift cards to the tune of $250. Oh, nice. Holy shit. So. I got 50 bucks of Cole's gift card that I immediately spent like two days later. I can increase my um, work wardrobe from two pants <laughs> to three pants. <laughs> Sweet. And probably get a pair of shoes. Some sexy shoes. Some clean underwear so they're not all skidded up for a change. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of the inside out and the, the reversing to get four days out of one. Now, now, do they sell underwear that come yellow in the front, brown in the back for you? Because <laughs> that's how yours are going to end up, right? <laughs> uh, it takes a couple weeks to get them like that. <laughs> nice. I end up getting um, a home brewing kit for oh, Christmas, so I'm going to start shit. making my own beer here. I've been, I fucking read the whole book in like two days. I was so stoked oh, up. to the party. I just got to go buy a big ass brew pot, and then it's, fuck, I got a kit to make stout, real mm-hmm. heavy stout beer for the first attempt. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm thinking next year, I'll home brew up a couple of fucking cases of beer with special Wapaka labels for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Nice. Give that shit away. About something like that. My old man try to get me into that but i don't really have a place to yeah shit well as long as you get a place that stays between i don't know 55 and 65 degrees year round you'd be good well i get enough shit about the warhammer desk in this <laughs> side room doesn't got all these tubes and <laughs> doesn't more drink beer um i think recently she's converted ah uh, there you go the last time we went out like this is a cheap drank, fucking way yeah it was the coconut rum stuff <laughs> in long island and now it's been switched to pabst ah <laughs> nice she she's happy with that <laughs> that she gets drunker she's been hanging out with you for a while then huh yeah 
Nah, I just got to get her going on the beast light. <laughs> <laughs> some fucking natty ice. <laughs> and then we got some real economy going on when we go out. Mm. <laughs> Something that comes in a 30-pack anyway. Mm-hmm. I can't. Bully's been fucking just on a tear licking his red rocket lately. I think the little I think the little guy's wiener is fucking really growing quite a bit. <laughs> Last so time it was is... out, it was like half an inch fat. It was fucking <laughs> freaky weird, man. Well, you've documented this, correct? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did I sense an episode cover? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you set a trend with Hexa on the last one. So. <laughs> yeah. Bully. He's famous. He needs Bully. to be on there. <laughs> Weebles. Bully. <laughs> the next YouTube star, <laughs> Weebles the cat. <laughs> nice. It's coming. So uh, what do you guys been up to in the hobby? Uh, working on some scavers. I painted up. I might have mentioned in the paint cast, but I got 20 scaven slaves pretty much done. And yeah. The new scheme that's popping. I just got to varnish him, and then I got a bunch of movement trays made up, and then I'm working on the second batch of 20 scaven slaves. Okay. But otherwise, I made a list recently, and we played. I think that'll be pretty close to what I'm going to shoot for. Yeah. To, to get painted up. It's got a lot of rat ogres. Oh, yeah, there was like that. 16 rat ogres in that list? Yeah. We'll see how long it takes to convert them from, from those boars. Because I'm doing a little bit more work than I even I planned originally. And I yeah. sculpted my first foot on them, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, well, those fucking miles looked really cool, so... Mm-hmm. I think that's a win. Pretty decent in the game, yeah. Well, that's they debatable. <laughs> Which is unlike the rest of the army. Until they get flanked, <laughs> they're pretty solid. <laughs> Too many units of dwarves! <laughs> General's error. So, uh, <laughs> all right, that's cool. Bear, you've been working on uh, Wapaka stuff or what? Pretty much just slaving away on terrain. Oh, yeah. But okay. Yeah. See, now you got me a big old box there from the old yeah. store. Yeah. I picked up a mob of terrain for the bear, so. We can go a little bit into our preparations later on that. Okay. But no models, none of that. No kidding around. <laughs> no personal modeling. No gaming. After the after Wapak, I think it'll be about finally have. Well, I'll probably re- spend like a couple of weeks just lying around, <laughs> and then I'll Game. then I'm gonna get into gear for Adepticon and to paint a bunch of Noblars and another make another scrap launcher. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What are you going to make that scrap launcher out of? I haven't really scrap decided launcher? yet. I've got a few different ideas <laughs> kicking around in my head. but Yeah? Well, let's knock a couple out. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You're not going to use the stock model again? You gonna... Well, because I, I don't like having two identical. Two exactly models. the same. <laughs> yeah. So, it's stock models. It's available. I mean, just the, the last time I made a nice big converted model, you know, you could actually buy all the bits you wanted individually from the GW website. Of course, that's a thing of the past now. Yeah. So. You could buy some. You, you know, you go. might. Yeah, I know. I think I can get the Rhinox, so I might mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, you can do it. Look at the new uh, the Skaven Plague Claw catapult. Looks yeah. like there's probably some possibilities yeah. there. Yeah. It's a pretty cool looking model, I think. Yeah, I've, I've it's like 30, liked, 25 or 30 bucks. Right I like all these new Skaven contraptions, like from the newest wave of Skaven shit. Yeah, so yeah for the. Figure out a way to use some of them. For the Bulloger army, I've been coming up with lots of cool ideas with these new Skaven war machines. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some possibilities, so pretty stoked about that, too. For some Gobnar contraptions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gobnar's on the loose, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Okay. I've been um, on the Adepticon trail, working like a dog. Been on the warpath. Yeah. I'll show you guys my finished Minotaur. I've finished up. Those are on the Flickr site now. I painted up three converted Minotaur. I'm going to enter one of them into the Warhammer.org contest. They got a uh, paint an old school model contest going right now. 
And those guys are definitely old school, so they're probably from the 80s or something. Yeah. So I'll enter one of those. Mentally contest or what? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it's called. It is. Um, So I'll get in on that. And then um, after those guys are done, I start working on gores, working on 26 gores. So Mm -hmm. still in the very early stages, been base coating skin and fur, sculpting on the jabber sloth. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I got some interesting statistics from the last. Well, for instance, the Minotaur. I worked on them. Took me 22 days uh, from the time they were primed to finish them, and I worked on them for 51 hours and 35 minutes total, <laughs> and it, it comes out to 17 hours 12 minutes per Minotaur, which is fucking absurd, man. That's uh, not 100 percent accurate because because the standard bearer uh, took a bunch of extra time and all. Um, but so uh, let's say you had an average work week. And- to, to work on it, you, you'd still have to put in like 10 or 14 hours worth of overtime to get it done in a week. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking weird. But, you know, when the chick's not around on the weekend, I'll work f- five or six hours on a Saturday. Um, Split up with three or four wank breaks. Yeah. Sure. Oh, naturally. <laughs> That's about two hours worth of painting. So, yeah. That's how I end up watching... 10 seasons of Stargate SG-1. I watched all the Over Firefly stuff. How many? 22 days? Yeah. <laughs> there were f- there were four full-length movies because they made three for Stargate and one for mm-hmm. Firefly. Now I'm watching Farscape. <laughs> yeah, that'll um, keep it going for a while. I, I calculated... How much? How many brushes I've used since December first? I've bought over seventy dollars in brushes from the fucking craft store, <laughs> and then I just had Chris order me some more dry brushes. So I'll probably uh, three more. That'll be about fifteen to twenty more bucks, and I'm running out of fucking base coat brushes. Oh, I probably went boy. through six brushes stifling the minotaurs, but uh, so <laughs> life. I've been wondering where all my money's been going. <laughs> no, I fucking know. Not to mention all the all the. Um TV shows that you have to buy to mm-hmm. keep you going. That's through. Netflix, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. It's fucking 10, 10 bucks a, a month. month. Yeah. yeah. I ain't paying shit other than that. Um, I've been having fucking crazy Adepticon dreams lately, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, I couldn't find our hotel room, but I was so tired from staying up drinking all night. So I was wandering around, and there's all these gamers everywhere. <laughs> and then in the other one, I was playing this real douche. Yeah, I was going to say, it was probably remembering suppressed memories from last couple of years. Shit that I blacked out last yeah, year. Yeah, so horrible, you, you forgot it. <laughs> yeah. Each time you get a little further in your dream, you finally meet up with Texas Majors. Yeah. Now I'm at a point where I'm so fucking burnt out with painting that it's all I can do to lift a brush to paint a gore. And I got, I got what, two months left, and it's very, very difficult to do anything. So what's left? 26 gores and a jab of sloth. Easy paint. Yeah, I don't think I... <laughs> I think, well, I'm going to spend two weeks in Hawaii in March, so... I'm really going to have to push to get this shit yeah. done. We'll figure out where you're staying. I'll fucking mail yourself your brushes, your pants. <laughs> the Nanny Loa Resort. <laughs> when she passes out, I just fucking stay awake the whole time. <laughs> just get like a roofier every night so she falls asleep night. by like 7 o'clock. You start doing cocaine. Yeah, so I'm kind of worried about it. I can't sleep. It. I haven't slept well in four nights because I've been worried about getting this painting done. I <laughs> <laughs> shit you not. You're dry brushing in your dream. <laughs> It's a good thing you don't run a tournament, my friend. <laughs> I, don't, I have no desire to run a tournament there. <laughs> well, I can understand that. <laughs> Despite your best efforts to pull me in on this bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy to bring, bring, the, bring the podcast out to the, to the venue. Spread the word. Anyways, so uh, you guys been listening to any other casts? <sighs> yes, really. I have. 
I've been listening to a cast that I think you would probably get a kick out of, Johnny. Yeah. It's called the Zlurp cast. Okay. And it's a Blood Bowl cast. Oh, God. <laughs> and as it turns out, like the epicenter of Blood Bowl activity is in the Midwest United States. <laughs> <laughs> in Chicago, Milwaukee, Kenosha, and Indianapolis. <laughs> really? Is where the majority of, of major Blood Bowl tournaments take place. <laughs> know, I'm thinking about hitting up a couple. Kino's uh, not too far. It's I mean, in three hours, in, roughly. In the U.S. or just in general? Um, well, in the U.S. I mean, is it still really Their podcast is mainly about the U.S. tournament scene for Blood Bowl. <laughs> sounds like- it, it's really well edited. It sounds like a fucking radio show. Like, oh. there's all these little fucking weird <laughs> clips and intros and stuff like that. It's like and an NPR a lot of funny show. <laughs> segments. And well, they do talk a lot about the D&B, which is dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like our show, like, they pretty much have a really similar sense of humor. <laughs> and if you don't like our show. <laughs> because of the kind of the sporty aspect of Blood Bowl, too, that kind of adds a whole new element to, you know, making it like a sports show. Yeah, they got a segment <laughs> where they actually bring on a, a star player and then have an interview with them. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking to the mighty Zug, and then like some kind of weird little halfling dude. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, it's really it's really entertaining. I guess you know it's kind of interesting because he was talking about there's just like these Blood Bowl fanatics, and they don't. Some of them play other GW games, so some people. You know, they just play Blood Bowl. Yeah. And then, you know, some people are from the board game background, some people from GW, and then some people, they just like football, and then somehow, like, their <laughs> friend introduced them, and then they just know about this game, and they play it, and they don't know about a lot else. But, yeah. Yeah, so I actually, I ordered my orcs from Neomix. Yeah. They're on the way. Sweet. And there is a tournament at the end of February down in Kenosha. Yeah. It's some kind of brew house bash or something like that. Okay. So I'm thinking about heading down there, see if I can get them painted up just to play against some people with the actual <laughs> rules rather than doing the Blood Bowl online thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. The system is really balanced. Oh, that's cool. the lines. I mean, there's still some power teams and stuff like that. Like the halflings and goblins and stuff kind of suck. But I'm still too afraid to purchase the game because I have too much painting to do. And video games are not conducive to me getting painting done. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you like, you kind of think about it. They, you once you paint the team, it's eleven guys. Yeah, and then you maybe need one or two extra. Sure. Over the course of your season, and then that's it. So I'm going to do up uh, these orcs, and then I'm already pondering some other kind of things I can do because <laughs> the orcs are kind of like an all-around hitty team. Yeah. So then maybe I try something with the elves, the juki team. Like that. The dwarves are really good in Blood Bowl. Oh, I already got a dwarf team painted. <laughs> Let's get some of the warriors. Uh, They're carrying axes. <laughs> they have rules for ogre teams. Yeah, there's an ogre team. <laughs> you get then, three dudes. <laughs> yeah, they can get out to six ogres, and then you get... St- it's supposed to be snopling, sn- snoplings, <laughs> snotlings, but you could easily use knoblars or gobnars. You can convert cool little helmets gobnars, on them. Gobnars yeah. and snoplings? <laughs> well, basically... You can convert an ogre bowl really easy. You just put yeah. a shoulder pad on See, that's it. what I've seen. I've seen some really cool ogre um, blood bowl conversions mm-hmm. on the ogre stronghold. Yeah. That I always thought it would be kind of cool. See, for some reason, that doesn't appeal to me, converting Warhammer models, to Because there's well, a lot of cool really manufacturers. Have, they really they wouldn't be wearing chain mail. <laughs> well, they have ogre... 
uh, Bobo players. They look just like, I don't know, 54-millimeter football players almost. They have cleats, the pants, well, they don't the match. jersey, the helmet. Well, that's the, the thing, though, is like the older Bulls are not – I mean, there's really not – I mean, they're easy to convert to look like football players. That's, that's yeah, what I like about compared. the team. The conversions was they, mm-hmm. they didn't look like they were – Yeah, know, they, they, they blended right into Blood Bowl, you know. Mm-hmm. The, With the <laughs> – yeah, the Ogres and then the Norse. My favorite, they had a Chaos Belcher. Marauders. A guy with a can carrying a can with us with a knoblar in it wearing a helmet and goggles <laughs> for launching at the other team. Yeah, you can pick him up launch his ass into the fucking end zone and score a touchdown. <laughs> touchdown! Dude, every time I fart, it reeks just like curry. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, uh, okay, cool. Wallcast number 50. Yeah. Me and the Raj made a guest guest appearances on there. Mm-hmm. That was pretty entertaining. I haven't listened. Oh yeah, it's, I it's, just vaguely remember. It's worth listening. Yeah. It was a good episode. Who else is, does he talk to? Alex Gonzalez, uh, Eric Lindley. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, <laughs> there's a bunch of people. <laughs> Garage Hammer guy. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the guy from Garage Hammer, Dave Whitek, okay. and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like five or six people. <laughs> fucking Lindley goes on for like 45 minutes. <laughs> He's like, well, we got 15 minutes here, and then Lindley just keeps fucking talking. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Nice. <laughs> He's all excited about it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right. But, uh, yeah, all right. Cool. What else has been going on? See anything cool on Netflix? Raj? Bear? <laughs> well, I I got the uh, first season of Deadwood for Christmas. Ah, yeah, That's nice. That's I've watched all those. Those are good. Yeah. Cocksucker. Fucking cut. Swenjin. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Did you get that? Hey, woo. Get to that episode? Yeah. yeah. This, this cocksucker right here. <laughs> he took your money. I'm sure I'm glad I taught <laughs> you that cock-sucker. word. Two cocksucker. Fucking <laughs> 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 woo. That was his name, right? Was it woo? Yeah, it was woo. Okay. Mr. Woo. Yeah, I've seen I haven't seen the second season. Uh, I saw them all a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's getting me pretty excited for the game. Uh, I mean, the Game of Thrones is just coming out in March. They're on HBO. Yeah, so. I'm at a permanent one eighth quarter boner. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it, especially once he found out Sean Bean was playing. Sean, <laughs> fucking Sean Bean, man. That's dark. He's the fucking number one actor of our time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Sean Bean was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. <laughs> Are these my thoughts? Or am I saying this out loud? <laughs> Johnny responded to me, but I don't understand. Yeah, I just I've been polished off the episodes of Better Off Ted. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. That's definitely Quite worth humorous. watching. Yeah, indeed. I watched uh, I watched a great documentary yesterday called "The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia." <laughs> it's about uh, D. Ray White, D. Ray White's family. Actually, mm-hmm. fucking watch that. I would appreciate it if any of our foreign listeners would watch that and then write in and tell us what you think. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to fill me in. I'm not real. Fami- I'm not familiar with the Whites. What they do? Well, D. Ray White was this dude who came up with his own kind of hillbilly tap dancing, and then um, he ended up getting shot on his way. He was filming a documentary that he was in, and he ended up getting shot because he was off at the city somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then, like three of his four sons got killed somehow, all violently. One shot himself in the head. One dude got shot. Um, but really, it's just his southern family who's so fucking fucked up, man. Talk about the dirty South, man. <laughs> These motherfuckers are straight up. They're all fucking really cool, dude. It's awesome. That kind of reminds me in college. I was I did a lot of ceram. I was really heavily involved in the ceramics program. 
in college, and there's this fascination in ceramics with these um, traditional southern potters that maintain, like, traditional pot, like, pottery, like, um, you know, for most of human existence, you know, pottery was considered a craft. You made it because we needed pots to cook, clean, and drink out of. Motherfucker needs pots. But now, you know, <laughs> since, they came, since the Industrial Revolution, well, now they're like art. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, but now the, these people in the South, in the Appalachians, you know, continue to make pottery like <laughs> they need it's pots. a necessity because <laughs> they... And so, like, there, there's all these documentaries about, like, this, mainly this one family, the Metters family, like Cheever Metters and... <laughs> Chief, I forget what the other names are, but yeah, so it's, it sounds like it's a similar vein where they just kind of, because they're just fascinated with this concept of people who still make pottery because they need, you know, <laughs> vessels, not because they're making artwork. Uh, <laughs> intriguing. Yes, very intriguing. All right. There. Well, anyways, check out the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Okay. And, uh... What else? Uh, why what don't we? we just mention that, as always, we are sponsor and commercial free. Yeah. Sponsored by me, <laughs> the handsome Johnny. Handsome Johnny. <laughs> handsome balding. The, the balding. Yeah. So when you're irritated at other podcasts. I notice a proliferation in commercials. Oh, God. In many podcasts. Some podcasts have commercials for themselves hair, yeah. on their own podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> like a 30 fucking second commercial for your own podcast on your fucking podcast. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, contact. <laughs> fucking... Write us a goddamn message, <laughs> pointhammered at gmail.com. Check out the Point Hammered website. I got some stickers up for sale now. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I'm going They look right uh, really cool. Yeah. This, the images on the website were the digital images that I made, but the stickers all turned out really they fucking badass. They look a lot better, yeah, than those, those images for some reason. Everybody come to Wapaka. We'll so get a complimentary sticker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the bears are going to take a couple one. pics of those. Like the real, the it's, real image, and yeah, it's on my list of shit to do. Mm -hmm. My my scanner won't do that justice, so I got to try it with the camera. Mm -hmm. And my camera's really been chapping my hide lately. So interesting. Um, but anyways, okay. so check out the website. You can see the stickers on there. You can uh, there's information on how to how to order them up. They're a buck each if you're interested, and it's a dollar much, for shipping. How much do they cost us each to make? Uh, they're about a buck each. <laughs> yeah, no, they okay. they seriously were. We're not making any money on these. They're just something cool to have. Mm -hmm. Giving away at Wapaka. Yeah, probably give some away at uh, Adepticon or whatnot. Mm -hmm. If we have any left, we'll but see. But I think there's a contest going on to win one. Is that is that right? We got a sticker contest? What is the Bears contest for? That's to win a, uh, a framed, oh. <laughs> handwritten Bear Cares. <laughs> I'm way off there. <laughs> you want to wrap that up, Bear? Let's wrap up well, the Bear Cares we, contest. Uh, yeah, maybe we should have some kind of contest. Maybe the next contest can be to win a point hammered sticker. Okay. But right now we have a contest just wrapping up. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that correct, Bear? Yeah. And a couple people even emailed their answers to the right email address. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's yeah, great. we have a couple that uh, point hammered. So, yeah. Why don't we just maybe go through some of our favorites? How about that? Okay. Um, yeah, let me start here. I'll get the ones I got for my various, I think I got one to each of my email, different email addresses. Oh. So I, I haven't really looked at at the point hammered ones. So I like to keep, you know... Be mm -hmm. surprised, <laughs> and I forgot the I forgot the password for it. So. Uh. <laughs> 
is the password for anybody else. I should write that down again. But oh yeah, so I think the f- what do we got? Oh yeah, I know there's a couple good Raj picks. Yeah, up yeah. in here. <laughs> oh yeah, the most random ones. Uh, Who's this from? This one's from Chad Hansen, who just tacked it on to his army list and um, <laughs> submission for Wapak. Uh, so it starts out with also who would play who in your stupid ass movie? <laughs> Bear. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I don't know, this seems a little off. Yeah, it seems a little off to me, but we'll keep going here. Johnny, Christopher Walken. Oh, what? Joe, a little further off. Willem Dafoe. Oh, that one's right on the money, though. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, Symbolism. Extra credit. Ben Cohn. John Lovett. <laughs> John Stats, <laughs> David, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, dude from Bones. Oh. Uh, are you looking? Boreen, Borenaz, or whatever. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Just the dude from Bones, anyway, I believe. I believe that's who it is. Who's going to play Chad Hansen? Chad Hansen, me, in parentheses here, <laughs> Nathan Fillion. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a, st- a sneaking suspicion he just picked the three ugliest actors he could think of. <laughs> I didn't really worry about whether there was any actual resemblance or not, seeing as he picked, like, the most yeah. real, thin, skinny guy to play me. <laughs> Defoe is pretty, pretty hideous. <laughs> and he's trying to... <laughs> but he does resemble me a little. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got, Peter? It doesn't sound like Chad's going to win with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, this what, one's. What were the criteria for winning? Yeah, whatever, whatever you like the best, whatever the bear the likes, whatever the, like bear the bear picks. Basically, okay. this is All a bear right. contest. <laughs> Bears the preference. Bears preference. Bear decides. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is an interesting one. This is Chuck from the Wacast. It is titled because we gave the option to uh, title the movie. Hammered, colon. Something, okay. yeah. His is point hammered colon the penis express. <laughs> oh, nice use of the word penis. So first he's got this whole rundown. The penis express parentheses 2011 comma NR parentheses. <laughs> we get rated R. <laughs> then um, it's um the category would be action, comedy, explicit, sexual insecurity, nudity, <laughs> penis scenes, internal and social homophobia. <laughs> I'm not self hatred. Sure <laughs> exactly. So, a mail order delivery man, Joe Rogers, for a fetish magazine company and his marijuana dealer, Johnny Hastings, wind up on the run from hitmen and a corrupt police officer after he witnesses his dealer's oh. boss murder a competitor while trying to deliver dildos to him while coping with like his a, homosexual like movie, feelings yeah. towards his closest friends. That's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's the cast. Dale Denton. Who's that? Dash Seth Rogen. Rogen? Played by Joe Rogers. (laughs) There's no resemblance, but voice-wise. Saul Silver. James Franco. Played by Johnny Hastings. (laughs) Red. Danny McBride. Played by The Bear. (laughs) That one I think would work. (laughs) Matheson. Craig Robinson. Played by some African-American from Wisconsin. (laughs) There's only one. It's based off a movie. Dude, I'm not kind of 
plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. I think you better Google this and see what you come up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got then? Yeah. So okay. Oh, here we got one from Will Will Kirkwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's got the cast here. I just forgot the get the title, but okay. His the top one is Bully gets top billing here. <laughs> he's um be played by uh. Tyler, which is a cat that played Spot from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> then for Johnny, he's got John Malkovich. No. <laughs> for, for the Raj, he has Son Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh. <laughs> and for yes. me, he has Christian Bale, as in The Prestige. Oh. <laughs> the Raj is Borat. Is that what? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Great success. What's up with it? I've got a face. All right, we got a couple more here. We got uh, Leo Luca Fontana. He sent us in an email here. So the bear, I'll read these ones off. The bear, Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters. <laughs> I think we all saw that one coming. Yeah. The Raj, Jason Siegel. Is that how you oh, say that? Yeah. I'm not even sure who that is. Sarah Marshall. He's uh, the guy from that movie. I like that movie. <laughs> okay, and then hey. the bastard, Pikey Brad Pitt from Snatch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. Yeah, Domus. Way too clearly. The Ginger Buddha, played by Kevin Smith with hair dyed red. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Domus looks like because I saw the General's Challenge video. I'm not a stalker or Ursus Majoris. <laughs> Your anuses are safe, at least for me. <laughs> Most likely not from each other. <laughs> uh, the title would be... The Night of the Crenellated Ridge. <laughs> or, I Know What You Did Last Adepticon. <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then, he's got a bear cares here. Oh, sweet. I'll let the bear handle that for a potential future episode. He ends with a thanks, suck my balls. <laughs> we'll, do, uh, we'll do the beginning of his email here a little bit later. <laughs> when we do listener feedback. Tom the Ozzy wrote in. <laughs> uh, his title, Point Hammered, 28 Cocks Later. <laughs> 36 Dicks. Uh, Ryan the Bear Golke, played by a hotter Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> you made a deal, boy. <laughs> you infected, boy. Uh, Joe the Raj Rogers, played by John Lovitz. <laughs> and he even sent in the Wikipedia link so we can see. <laughs> Definitely see the influence there. Once the Raj gains another 10 years and 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And then Johnny the Bastard Hastings, a tattoo to fuck Jason Statham. <laughs> Nice. Here we go. He's got a little plot here. The rage virus is broken out again, and dicks all over the world are getting sucked by crazed <laughs> cockstarved zombies. <laughs> Three heroes emerge to save the day. <laughs> Ryan, Johnny, and Joe. <laughs> Will they just sit back and take it? Sacrifice the bear to save their asses? <laughs> or just get drunk and fuck shit up? <laughs> My guess, all three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's also got some questions. We'll get to those in a couple minutes, though. Um, <laughs> thanks, Tom. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that okay. might be it. That might be. I hope so I'm not I missing think any. That's probably most of the funny ones. So uh, yeah, if we, we missed you, a, we're sorry. 
decision there? What, what, what's going to be here? Yeah, which one are you going with? We got on our side. We I thought we had other ones that were a little yeah, older. Which were early pick? Well, I think I'm going to have to go with Tom's 28 Coxley. <laughs> oh, really? I think that was pretty sweet. Tom the Aussie is the winner. Okay. All right, Tom, you can... Oh, s- fuck, that means I have to send that thing to Austin. <laughs> well, you want to pick Lea Luca instead? <laughs> you don't say where he's from, though. <laughs> or you got one of your guys over there. <laughs> well, you should fucking give Chad the cat shit award. I mean, I'm like, I'm like cat shit. Well, that's cat shit. <laughs> a fucking dookie makes up all our cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, I really like... I mean, I definitely like Will Kirkwood's, you know, comparing uh, me to Christian well, maybe Bale. You can give out a oh, you're going with the, with the brown noser. You've got more than one of these authentic yeah, yeah. You can send so out a why few why don't bear. you give out a couple then uh, you want to do that uh, I don't know we got to keep it special you know I got uh, stuff for other other contests yeah yeah, yeah that's a good point bear knows no bounds <laughs> yeah, alright so is, is it bounded <laughs> I don't care if it does if I have to send it to Austria I think that's the uh, best one so. alright all right, there you go I so just wanted to point out Tom the Aussie gets it an honorable mention to 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 Will there. I like Leia Lucas, man. <laughs> that one, well, they're both pretty good, but I like the rundown of the, the whole rundown of the twenty eight Cox later. <laughs> yeah. You know, the casting might not. I mean, I think Leia Lucas casting might have been better, but uh, but the description of the, that's what sold it. Yeah, that's what really sold it. <laughs> it did seem like a great trailer. I could picture it all in my head. <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, <laughs> you're gonna stay up late thinking. About about it laying in bed any other commentary about this before we move on well I just wanted to mention the one thing is like I do have you know other than my stunning good looks I have a quite a bit in common with Christian Bale because I, I too am a dedicated method actor I put on 30 pounds to play the part of the bear <laughs> every week <laughs> and I'm not really as nice of a guy as I sound like on the air you can ask these guys anytime I'm really hard to work with I'm a real jerk off I'm telling them off all the time I just put on this act this nice complaining about the light set up. <laughs> Quit fucking around, <laughs> you uh, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, why don't you play that clip from earlier and me just berating you guys? God, what's wrong with the beard, dude? That'd be you funny. fucking idiots. What the fuck do you think you're doing? God damn it, I'm trying to fucking do something here. You're fucking distracting me. Waving that thing around in my face. God damn it. Kick your fucking ass, prick. No, don't just be sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. Think for one What's fucking it? second. What the fuck are you doing? Are you professional what, what, or not? Well, yeah, do I yeah. fucking walk around what, what, and rip? <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. Do I? No, no, what, don't. Fault, bear. Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Like this is in the background. What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? You got any fucking idea about hey? Hey, it's fucking distracting. Have somebody walking around behind. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. You don't mean that, Bear. We love you, man. Bear, you don't mean that. Well, somebody should be watching him and keeping an eye on him. It's the second time that he doesn't give a fuck about what is going on. Why the fuck is he is Joe walking in there? What is he doing there? Do you Sorry, understand? Bear. Man, for fuck's sake. I won't interrupt Bear Cares anymore. You're unbelievable, man. You're un. Fucking believable. <laughs> I'll play with your balls, man. You don't fucking understand. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. I'm gonna fucking kick your fucking ass if you don't shut up for a second. All right. Seriously, man. You and me, we're fucking done professional. Oh, fucking come on, ass. Bear. We're sorry, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, that's that. Bear contest resolved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll resume normal bear cares in the bear. next episode. Next episode. 
right. All right, cool. So let's uh, take a little break and we'll get back to it. Let's do listener feedback. <laughs> so, uh, what do we got here? So, Leia Luca Fontana wrote in. We talked about his uh, thing for the for the bear contest a little while ago, but the rest of his comments said that the cast have been awesome. Drunken recording were hilarious, <laughs> especially hungover Johnny. <laughs> you guys got me back Somehow, into playing. I got to play Warhammer. <laughs> you guys got me back into playing, but sadly, it's 40 gay because my boner buddies wouldn't play fantasy. But I chose, I chose orcs because oh. they is the best. <laughs> Raj perked right up. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just light at, the end of the, light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> but I got them to get a fantasy rule book. <laughs> I was trying to get his boys into fantasy. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully. These fat, lazy, 40 gay players. He said he's working on a fantasy I don't know how you would convert. Is there a good way to convert someone from 40 gay to fantasy? Cut the gun off, you put in the sword. You 40 gayer. Yeah, I, knew, I really didn't want to play it because the type of fucking characters that played it around here. <laughs> fantasy? or f- No, 40K. Oh, 40, okay. That and the fucking dwarves lured me in with their sexy beards. Mm. <laughs> He's always okay. had a weakness for bears. Yeah, because it seemed like you started dwarves because there's no one to play 40K with. That wasn't a douche. Yeah. Is that a correct assumption? That is a correct assumption. <laughs> Joe Rogers and his cheeky dark Eldar. Yeah, they're pretty cheeky. You got away from uh, 40K because you had to play douches, and one of those douches was Joe, and he moved right into fantasy with you. Well, I was going to say, you know those pickings are pretty slim when Joe Rogers was the coolest guy in the block. <laughs> and you yeah. to play with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, totally. <laughs> so uh, he said he's going to get some fantasy orcs ready soon. Cool. And uh, Yeah, I guess my advice for him would be just to start an army anyways. I mean, once your friends see what you're doing, oh yeah, a lot of that is, you know, people follow a leader. Once, it, once so. they start seeing it hit the table and it looks cool, and he talks a little bit about uh, whether we could talk about the orcs um, in 8th edition and all that, but I think we might as well hold off if they have a book coming out yeah. in March. The whole scene's going to change. They're the next one. Hmm. Yeah, they're the next book coming out, so the once that hits... So there got to be. I don't know. They're I think just going to keep doing it until we start yeah. orcs, I think. <laughs> I think so. Orc army. Who's going to bite the bullet and do orcs? <laughs> Which HPB? Doing that orc bubble team. I might. We'll see how it goes. I might get the bug, dude. I know. You're, you've been horny about doing a freaking orc on a juggernaut for a while. Yeah, I think that'd be fucking bad. An orc on a jugger? Yeah. There's like <laughs> an iron back bore upgrade you can take. <laughs> so it'd be badass if you did like fucking chaos dwarf orcs. And then you got the uh, amount of fucking jugger. And like instead of this stone thrower, it's like some kind of fucking dwarf. Chaos Dwarf War dwarf Machine. Howitzer, Mortar, or whatever. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All yeah, right. and it looks... Well, you know, I did play around with lists back uh, <laughs> for 8th edition, and it, it always was an issue in the special slots because I always wanted to take at least two units of Black Orcs. Yeah. And then your slots pretty much put the kibosh on... Because then you could only take, like, one or two other things sure. from special. But now... 
I mean, it's going to take up a lot of points, but still, you can still get a couple of orc chariots and a stone thrower and whatever, yeah. depending on you know how the points. Sure. Out. But I do like the plastic orc, uh, black orc models. Yeah, those are pretty badass. I was checking uh, them out. The, the regular orcs suck total nads, but I think they're rumored. Um, if they redo plastic. Those, one of them squig hoppers, and or not squig hoppers, but squig herds, because mm. those currently have to be metal, and they're really expensive, I guess. Oh, yeah. 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 It'd be nice. Rules-wise, those are pretty decent. Yeah. They get a lot of attacks. They updated, like, the core units. Yeah. So they did the night goblins with the last seventh. If they redid the orcs. I'm pretty sure they came out and said they're not going to redo the boys. Uh. They, they released right, the stuff they're going to have. You lost me, sir. <laughs> G-dub. You can pick orcs from a different range, dude. I think when, the, ex- when yeah. the orc book comes out, Mantic's going to release orcs. Uh, they're kind of hit or miss, but... Yeah, a lot of orc ranges are kind of hit or miss. Maybe Avatars of War will fucking but, wise up and do something, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got orc heroes. But well, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they're going to do tro- if they do troops. Well, they did, they're releasing a box of Slayers. It seemed, well, I they're, really checked on them lately. With the, <laughs> Your microphone looks hilarious like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Avatar. I think some sea creature. Or they're always careful to make sure their stuff fits in with the GW orcs so you can mix and match. The orc or, shaman was, one of, was like the second model they released was fucking mm-hmm. badass with this. Where, Show me one they've done that wasn't yeah. fucking badass. Well, once you get into other ranges, then their take on the orc is different than the GW orc. Can which, use is, the, which is fine, but then you have to... You're, you got to use all them. Use Urukai, dude. <laughs> 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 totally don't match anything. They're actually real proportioned. <laughs> the price would probably be right. Yeah, pretty all cheap. All those now. things are pretty cheap. Well, they used to be. They've probably been jacking those up. I'm not paying attention though. All right. Anyways, we'll talk about orcs when orcs actually come out. Lea Luca looks like he goes by Luca. He gives the pronunciation of his name here. <laughs> but uh, thanks for the fee- thanks for the feedback, the Bears contest, and all that. Mm-hmm. We got Tom the Aussie. He says he uh, says he's enjoying the paint cast. An awesome idea and funny as shit. He says he's sure that Michael Clark Duncan approves. <laughs> we'll have to get him on one of these times. Uh, he's sent us a pic to all the latest uh, Skaven models that are coming. A-Bomb, but um Cannon. Yeah, by now I'm sure I've seen all those, so I won't talk too much about them. Suffice to say the A-Bomb is fucking gigantic. <laughs> yeah. The thing's fucking massive, dude. I have to get a better look at that, because apparently it's got like an engine and like a wheel and chassis behind it <laughs> oh really but I from the angles I haven't been able to see it so uh, let me see I know that's something that I would have to take out yeah I think all these little uh, war machines are metal the the doom flare the doom flare the, yeah there's a plague claw but that's a plastic kit that's this in the same with yeah. the uh, warp lightning cannon and maybe that's it you can see it. It's a yeah. It's a triangle, and then they put it on one side, and it's a warp lightning cannon. And then flip you prop it up. it up with the right angle, and it's a plague thrower, plague claw, yeah, catapult. It's got, definitely got a. If it's a plastic model, that chassis definitely got potential as a scrap launcher. Yeah, I'll definitely be buying one of those to make some fucking crazy shit for the bull ogres. Yeah, get on tea. Bully, you fucking settle down, cat. Go lick they your red rocket. <laughs> Goddamn animal. Now, he was asking me about Skaven advice, I think, on that email. Yeah, he says, uh, bullshitting aside, Joe, what kind of list are you using for your 8th edition Skavy? My broke-ass... Skaven. <laughs> How you treating those Skavies, Raj? <laughs> my broke-ass only just got the 8th rulebook, and I'm wondering how I should adjust my list. Mm-hmm. And I think I responded that I played a few games with the Skaven when 8th started, but then I immediately switched over to the Dogs of War for the Bugmans... And the fall turn, you know, North Star and yeah. the Mayhem. Get some practice. So in. I just this last week 
started playing with the Skaven again. And I can say that a couple things that are awesome are the gutter runners with uh, poison slings. Yeah, those Basically, little... I just gave him a list of what you should take for sure, which is the gutter runners with slings. Those consistently will kill dwarven war machines. <laughs> yeah. Really, you don't even have to charge. You just fucking do the poison shots mm-hmm. and splatto. Yeah. And then the Doom Rocket has always worked well, except for this last game, where all it did was kill three gutter runners. <laughs> 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 which was the only gutter runners that died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a Grey Seer was a must, I think. And I took the Laura Ruin this last game, which previously I'd been mixing spells and kind of getting a lot of plague spells. Yeah. But the range is just so short on those that I like the um the Laura plague spells a lot better, but just the ranges are so killer that I took all Laura of Ruin. And Scorch is pretty decent. Yeah, that was and the only spell that really did anything, I think. If I had gotten close, the Cracks Call is a good spell. That's an issue of check. Yeah, I hear I about that one a lot. But, and stuff like that. Um, warp Lightning. Warp Lightning. Bah, the Howling whatever. Warp Gale is all right. It's a minus one to hit. No flying. But it, it it's a little different than the Storm Banner because it doesn't give that four plus for non-BS machines. Wow, machines. Yeah, so against your list with the three war machines, it didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, Dreaded 13th, but you didn't never got it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Skaven Slaves. Very useful. Fucking Doom Rock. You can suck my asshole, dude. <laughs> Warp Lightning Canning. Cut a fucking swath. You got some surefire losers here. Clan rats. <laughs> yeah. As shitty as slaves, but twice the cost. <laughs> or but two plus the cost. Warp Fire Thrower. Pitiful Range. Rattling Gun. Too few hits. Doom Flare. I've really tried to make these work, but it's too easily killed in combat. Plus, all my key combo charges end up in misfire explosions. Luck of the Raj! And then two units of eight rat ogres. <laughs> it's worked all right for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, fuck it, man. That's it for uh, listener feedback. <laughs> yeah, that's it for now. For now, yeah. Just send an email. Uh, we'll try to get to you next time because we got some fucking shit to talk about. All right, so we're going to talk about Wapaka. Yeah. It's so a great is- event coming up next weekend. No, two weekends. It is next weekend. Eh, ten days. Ten days. So we're kind of gearing up for Wapaka here. Yeah. And we're in the final stages of our preparations, which is several different aspects of the tournament we're working on simultaneously, trying to get finished. So, I don't know, Bear, why don't you tell us about the terrain saga going on here? <laughs> <laughs> the never-ending story. Yeah, it's it's something else. My house is completely destroyed right yeah. now. Yeah. It's uh, paint cans, litter the floor, flocks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Empty, empty train bags. <laughs> Used rubbers laying about. <laughs> <laughs> That's only for the days of Raj helps. <laughs> Un- cats are just banging wild. <laughs> Unclean fleshlights on <laughs> every available service. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I know. I think there's been some inquiries on how I go about doing some of this stuff. Boards. Let's talk about boards. So yeah, that's where I was going to start. The boards. This is. It seems to be um, the way I think most, like the the North Star boys do it as well. Because I've I looked into a variety of options, and the cheapest base for a board seems to be half inch OSB. Uh-huh. If you don't know what OSB is, it's like that chip board, strand board. Strand, oriented yeah. strand board is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. It costs for a half inch usually I think about seven bucks a sheet on average, depending. You sometimes mm-hmm. you get it on sale at Menards for as low as six bucks. Yeah, um, and it comes in an eight by four foot sheet. And generally, you only need four by six, so you know you got to take it home, cut two feet off. <laughs> uh, have you figured out anything to do with all these two feet sections yet? I use them for um, primer boards oh, a lot. Yeah. You know, I'll set all my shit on them and mm-hmm. yeah, 
I also get these giant cardboard tubes from that our steel for steel roofing comes in, uh-huh. and I use those for like sawhorses. So basically, I'll, uh, yeah. when I'm working on the tables, or I'll set them out and put these two by two foot cutoffs on them, and you know, some prime shit on them, and so. Mm-hmm. But to make the basic army board, I found the simplest. I mean, there's there's a few different things you could do, but what I do is I get the cheapest paint I can find. Like a can of latex? Yeah, well, latex paint. Um, generally, I use primers as cheap as you can get, so I use primer for the initial coat. Mm-hmm. What I do is I take a roller and I roll it on, you know, fairly thick, enough so that it stays wet yeah. to the point where you get the whole thing covered and it's not starting to dry already. Uh-huh. And then what you do is you need to find some um, sand. Um, now, if you just get like basic 50, play sand, fifty pound, yeah, play, sand. you're going to be screwed because that stuff is got like it's almost like gravel, like it's really inconsistent and it's extremely dusty and messy. Yeah, I remember from what I made. And like <laughs> some of the, yeah, like I say, some of the shit is really big and like it makes for a really rough, hard to deal with surface. Yeah, they can chip off too if you got a little rock. So what I found is sandblasting sand is the way to go because it's finer more consistent and a lot of it has been washed or sifted to the point where there's very little dust so it's a little cleaner to use you don't have to you really don't want to be inhaling a lot of dust it's not good for you (laughs) silicosis and whatnot (laughs) is that stuff expensive or um it's not really that 50 pound bag costs i think about seven six seven bucks and how many tables will that do 16 tables okay (laughs) a second bag of it Uh sure Okay. So any casual gamer who wanted a few tables in their house would be fine with yeah. one yeah. small bag if they could find it. Even. The only thing about it is the way I do it is, so like I say, you base coat it, and then I just pour the sand over it, and I pour more than you need. Right on the wet yeah. primer. Yeah, yeah, right on the wet primer. I use that as the glue, because if you use glue, I mean, it's going to cost a fortune, because like a, a gallon of glue you know, costs like 20-some dollars, while a gallon yeah. of primer is like 8 bucks at Fleet Farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they bo- and it seems to work really well. I mean, I've yeah, been it really good with it. Um, it's kind of interesting. The, the the sand blasting sand I got this year was called Black Diamond, so it's actually black. So it kind of mm-hmm. was nicer, like chaos boards and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, okay. So, so well, two degree. You can one thing that you've been doing is with Eighth Edition, you can just draw the rivers and shit right onto the table. Well, I even did it last year too, to a degree. But yeah, I got a, a little bolder with it this year. I just put yeah shit. because. It's not as big of a hindrance as... So you mean you just paint them on? Okay, well, I'll tell you how I do the rivers and stuff. So now we got a table that's fucking primed and sanded. Then you must wait for it to dry and dust off all the extra sand, just turn it on its side. The way I do it, I usually just use a dustpan. Um, okay. I just sweep it all to the middle of the table, use a dustpan, scoop it up. Because then you reuse it, you know. I mean, that's... You know, you can save that sand and... <laughs> Remember those people? <laughs> Pardon me. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Curry in a hurry. <laughs> Coming out like slurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's foul. Oh. Even bully skinned out of here on that one. <laughs> Skedaddle. Bear's sitting pretty close to me today. <laughs> Much to his chagrin. <laughs> Chaff the bits over here. <laughs> Right, okay. Sorry. Well, where were we then? So we got a table, a goddamn river, with a bunch of sand primed and sanded. Oh okay, yeah. Then I go over it with a coat of whatever I want the base color of the board to be, which is usually brown or gray mm-hmm. for the most part, unless I have some weird idea. No goblin greens. <laughs> yeah, we did a couple. I did a couple this year for like a jungle boards. Okay. Um, but yeah, just whatever you think. I mean, yeah. you can get a can. Of, you know, unless you want to get your colors 
if you're really picky or have very specific things in mind, uh-huh. you can always get a color mixed to your uh, Now you're talking more money, though. Yeah, I just go down to Flea Farm and I buy a gallon of barn and fence paint brown. <laughs> and they've got a few other basic colors. And between them, I can just mix up whatever color I want. You know, yeah. I use the pri- I just use primer for white. You can get some black, and then you can make gray. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can. I, I, get, I usually get like a green, a, like a pint of green, yellow, blue, and mm-hmm. then I could take anything on the color and, wheel. <laughs> yeah, I can just kind of mix and match them until I get the shades I like. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a real exact science for me. I kind of yeah. wing shit. All right, so I then you point paint out that uh, you can't really use a can of spray paint. In, no. If you had that idea, you almost maybe get one table I out did of an entire one, can. I did one board with spray paint this year, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, so now you got a board, that's, effect, yes. a board that's base coated. So now what you want to do, you can either decide. I did a lot. This year I did a lot of, like, like Raj said, a lot of features built into the board. What I found, like originally what I thought was going to be the last year when I started doing this shit, if I wanted a river or something, is to like leave a little section unsanded, you know? <laughs> well, that doesn't work, because then no matter what you do, those stupid little chip shapes you see on your it OSB, like they show wood, through yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> so sanding the whole board down is the best way to go. Then if you want a smooth area, I just get like some vinyl spackle, mm-hmm. and I just take a putty knife and I just rub it into the... Where it's gravel into the sand, and it fills in the sand, and then you can kind of have a smoother. I mean, still, it's not perfectly smooth, but you don't need it perfectly smooth, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can make whatever shape you want. I did several rivers this year. Um, I'll do like little ponds and Mm -hmm. marshes. You made a couple really wide ones too, like yeah, I would say maybe eight inches wide. I did one. None of those piddly dicky rivers, piddly piss rivers you see on many boards. (laughs) <laughs> I decided, you know, I'm always cutting and wait, cutting two feet off of these boards and basically just setting it to the side mm-hmm. until I can think of something to do with it. So this year I splurged and made four of my tables seven feet wide. Yes. So then I had more room to put more elaborate terrain on. And one of these boards, I put like this big fucking, it's probably yeah eight to ten inch wide river right down <laughs> the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one of the jungle ones, kind of thinking, you know, Amazon type thing. Fucking <laughs> Amazon. So that's how you- it's going to with people that's who's rely on steadfast and marching you get out of fucking finish these tables mode and get into artsy fartsy mode with your tables (laughs) and then start complaining that it's taking so goddamn long i don't know it's not that i'm i mean i I, that's what i enjoy about it though is actually getting down to making more interesting details and stuff Mm -hmm. i mean it's cranking out mass quantities of boring terrain (laughs) that's kind of gets hard on it so let's so Anything else to say about the boards? Yeah, about making the tables? Um, well, when it comes to painting them, now, I like to do like a little highlight of some sort. Um, you, you have the texture there to dry brush them. Now, do you really want to dry brush 24 square feet of yeah. <laughs> no, flat you don't. surface? <laughs> so what I found, I've got a couple different tricks. Um, I, sometimes I'll just take like a old brush and I'll just take it and blotch and like stipple yeah. different colors onto it to give it a mottled effect. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing Sponges? I Sponges? Yeah, I tried that. Um, yeah. it's, it works okay. I mean, I got, a, I got like a natural one thinking it would make a nice random pattern, but the area is so big, you see the repeated pattern of the sponge. <laughs> on there <laughs> so one of the things i do is i take a roller and i um i just take like the 
sometimes I use one of my two foot cutoffs. I don't know. Otherwise, you uh, can use an actual paint tray uh-huh. and just kind of spread some paint on it real thin. And basically, what you're doing is dry brushing with a roller. You just get a real light coat <laughs> on a clean roller, and then you can just roll it over it. It just kind of catches the high spots. Dry the only brushing with a roller. The only trick to this is that if you fill the whole roller. You get very distinct edges when you do this. Oh, so the yeah. trick is to only stay like three inches away from the edges of the roller yeah. so you get kind of <laughs> indistinct edges. Mm-hmm. I also found this thing. It was a roller with like a natural sponge texture wrapped around it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And that mm-hmm. worked out pretty nice too. But once again, you got yeah. I, I like it had very straight edges to it, and I kind of took it. I, I took a scissors and trimmed them back so they're rounded. Ooh. So yeah, yeah, I mean, and then finishing off the rivers. I mean, it's just a fact factor of painting whatever colors you want them to be, and then usually just some sort of shiny varnish. I use. You can either use just like a clear polyurethane. I use all water-based stuff for the most part. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't like fumes, and I like <laughs> shit to dry quickly. And you got animals in your house, yeah, and, um, <laughs> and a fiance. <laughs> otherwise, if you can afford it, you can always use like GW Water Effects makes for a nice shiny surface. Indeed, and any other <laughs> similar poly. Mm-hmm. Water poly surface. All right. What other kind of features did you put on the tables? Then is that it for actually making the boards? Or well, that's it. That, that's yeah. the basic stuff. Um, let's talk about the train making. This uh, is something you didn't really do last year. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. Finishing touches on boards. What do you got? Um, well, I prefer to use static grass. I always like the look of it better. You could use flock too. And yeah. sometimes flock just always looks kind of like mold or something, yeah. <laughs> like bread mold. <laughs> well, like, actually, I like to use it on like swampy areas. Kind of it also makes some kind of a duckweed look if you put it on water or something like that. But mm-hmm. mostly, I like to use static grass. What I've discovered, I've been learning a thing or two from railroad modelers. Because you know, I bet the only way to get if uh, get, threatening to beat them up. The, <laughs> Tell me your secrets. <laughs> the only way to get most of this shit in quantities large enough to make this kind of stuff and not get you is know, right from the source, right? GW. <laughs> just to buy, yes, I buy all my static grass in like three ounce containers for twelve dollars a piece from GW. We spent literally fifteen hundred dollars on static grass this year. <laughs> but um, they use um, you could just use watered down glue, but the like the, the railroad modelers like to use um, a watered down matte medium because mm-hmm. it dries clearer and it doesn't leave a sheen like. Glue, PVA, or something. Do it, you're done. Yeah. Well, and plus you can spray it on afterwards. Like 
that's what I've been doing this year because last year I just glued it all on, mm-hmm. dumped it off, and every time I moved the boards, you can see, tell where they were sitting yeah. by the pile of static it's grass on them. Cat hair or something. So this year <laughs> I'm trying it the way these guys recommend, and that's, you know, I, I use the matte medium, or sometimes I use glue anyway for the first coat just to stick it on. Mm-hmm. And then once it's, you know, that dries, then you just take a spray mister and mist it all with this, with the real watered down stuff and it. Mm-hmm. Holds it down a lot better by getting these the second layer on there. So sure, okay, um, yeah, all right. So that's, that's flocking. pretty much same thing for both flock and static grass. Then yeah, I would recommend. Okay, it for what, flock what, as well. like a what's sure? Can you recommend a website for bulk? Scenic Express is the one I've been using, but I think there's more out there like that. Just any railroad yeah. model supply suppliers should be pretty good. Yeah, so you can buy half a gallon of static grass for like 20 bucks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily... So think about that next time you're buying GW static grass. Yeah. You buy... Well, yeah, sure you don't... You'll never use all this, but... Feature buddy buys one kind. And you guys just swap... Trade it around. You guys will have enough static grass for a lifetime. Like, they have any nice natural color you want, any variation. Yeah. They've got just... They've got to have over 100 variations of static grass colors. Like, this year... Last year I just got like the spring green, the bright green stuff. This year I kind of neon green. I got three different ones. I got like a really dark, almost brown mm-hmm. green. Then it's a dark green, and then I got like a dead grass mix too. So okay, yeah. okay. Um, I think I pinched some of that from you. <laughs> yeah. Think about using it on a skaven. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll branch out because everything I've ever done has had green static grass. <laughs> whenever I put static grass on, I'll always yeah. I'll always dry brush it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yellow, sometimes bleach bone. I'll use, but uh, it always adds a really nice look to the end. But yeah, well, a lot of it is like the darker colors. Like if you put it over, you know, depending on what color you paint your base, you're not going to be able to see it anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, like half of them are dark browns, which right. so paint like your, a dead grass actually might stand out a little better and be more like appropriate white, to your yeah. model depending yeah. on, it's on your theme. But okay, so getting into terrain. So did you started from the bottom up with terrain here this year, Is yeah. that right? Have you made terrain before? I made a little bit for you back in like <laughs> what did you make? six. I think I we made some fields and I made some dead Bully! forests. Get out of there! Mm. Get it, <laughs> Bully! Yeah, he knows he's naughty. Who's a naughty? Who's a goddamn <laughs> naughty? Who knows, but it doesn't seem to be stopping him. <laughs> no, that's just me. Someone call the human society. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh. So, so <laughs> that's foul. That's foul business. So jumping into terrain, I mean, you're making a shit ton, plethora of all different kinds. I guess in the interest of haste, I guess what are some things to avoid right off the bat? Um, buying like those trees that we got. We're fucking horrible trees. Where did you get these trees? Scenic Express. Scenic Express. And they were terrible. The thing about them, though, is that I don't think you can get better, really, if you want to not avoid spending thousands of dollars on How how many trees did you get and what did you spend? (sighs) The exact number. These are those plastic, posable trees that you're supposed to glue the flock to, and you get them in big bags of, 
you know, 15 to 30 trees. So, again, these are for railroad scenes and shit like that. Like, I don't know how much those guys, like, if you, you know, and also because we are trying to crank out a massive amount too, I think if you actually really took the time (laughs) to individually detail each 500 trees, yeah. (laughs) You could really make, you could probably make some pretty nice looking trees. Uh, Yeah. I mean, they still look pretty good half ass, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, I guess they were just kind of frustrating. Buy whatever glue that they say that you need. Yeah, because every other glue doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I think they're going to look good once they're done and based and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they'll look fine, but they're a little sparse. Some of the flock, or I guess what? What's the clump shit? foliage? Clump foliage. The different. Some brands. of them were better than others too. Yeah. Because the smaller clumps would stick, and then the other kind of, you know, for a different the autumn, the stuff. autumn brand. Yeah, that was terrible. It was all clumped together. It was like I actually like had to cut it apart. Ten minutes ripping it up and cutting it with the scissors, and then it still wouldn't really stick. Okay, yeah. so not recommended. <laughs> well, I would. Th- I think next time, you know, I, I kind of they recommend the certain glue. And I just figured, well, glue, glue yeah. is glue. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> now you know, fool. <laughs> so I think next time I would just go with that. But the thing is, is I think now I have enough tree of these trees that I never have to probably. I could probably expand this tournament to like you know a hundred people and still have enough trees. Yeah, for fifty. <laughs> so because I don't think we're going to have to base them all, especially now that I look at the box that we got from. Uh-huh. Jade Co. So yeah, yeah, you probably got another fifty well, we to one hundred trees in there. A hold of some fucking vintage Stevens Point terrain yeah. here, which is stuff that uh, I built, and then just some other pieces that were always at our old hobby shop. Yeah, <laughs> Jade Co. Stamp and Hobby before it before they got down. out of miniatures. Well, they're still around, but yeah, well, they closed down, and then I don't think they were around for like a year or something like that. Well, it was just a shady. Like, there was so much shit in boxes in the store that it was just everywhere. Now it's a real yeah. cool shop. If you're looking for, what, board games, historic models, anything like that, it's definitely worth checking out. But, but if anyone's been to the Stevens Point tournaments or the the first North Star, it's a fucking blast from the past. <laughs> you got some Joe Rogers... Uh, dark forest snow terrain. <laughs> Joe Rogers lizard man temples. <laughs> some Bucherian swamps. Yeah, yeah. Of gigantic proportions. <laughs> Which is great for Ape now. <laughs> yeah, because like one of these swamps might be a foot by two feet. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd always have massive. to come up with special rules because if it was an actual <laughs> swamp, it was very difficult terrain. You could move one inch a turn, six turns, <laughs> move it four miles. <laughs> so now we can slap them out there. And I think swamps are still pretty deadly, though. They're dangerous terrain. Like on a one or two. No, it's on a one, oh. unless you roll for some of the different kinds. It might be kinds. dangerous terrain for infantry. Too. It is dangerous terrain, yes. As I found out. Yeah. But then we got star. some little <laughs> resin pieces pre-painted and some other stuff. So it's going to add a little flair to the tables. Maybe uh, bring back some memories. <laughs> some of the old the old guard. Yeah. Uh, but I guess other terrain. What else are you working on? Hills? Tell hills. us about the hills. What's the plan? I haven't, you haven't made any. Them. I've, yeah. Well, I've, I've started working with the styrofoam on some. I've got some special projects. I've got a few special tables in the works. Uh-huh. So I've gotten a taste, and I'm pretty happy with the setup I've got going. So I've got hot wire foam cutters. Hmm. That's a necessity a for yeah. this. So did you actually purchase a hot wire cutter intended for that? 
purpose? Yeah. Well, I got it a couple years ago, and I, I the first time I used it was to make my um, army board for my ogres. Okay. I got a couple extra accessories because I had like the um the th- I've got three different ones. I have this a general cutting tool which I hardly even use at all. It's like an arc with a wire. Then uh-huh. that's just supposed to be straight. But the thing is, is it's not it, it's not taut. It's not taut. Yeah, it doesn't stay taut very well, so it doesn't really work. Yeah, for shit. For yeah. shit. But I have a, a what's called a freehand router, which has a heavier wire uh-huh. that kind of retains its shape, and you can shape it the way you want it. I yeah. use that fucker all the time. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I got a hot wire knife, which, other than the fact that it tends to like to blow the little half-amp fuse in there on a regular <laughs> basis, um, is really nice because it's just a straight knife, so you can just... You know, it's just cut things just straight. I've I've heard of people using you know like electric turkey, yeah. like turkey carvers, oh. which is just a like a serrated blade that goes back and forth. Okay, like, so <laughs> just cutting, like some kind of weird yeah. sex doll or sex toy that you put a dildo on the end of that and fuck yourself <laughs> in the butt with it. <laughs> so yeah, there's that route. But see, I didn't want to spend a fortune on foam. So the nice thing about the hot cutter is you can cut through that white cheap white bead foam. Styrofoam. Yeah, Styrofoam without making a huge mess. While if you go the mechanical route, like an yeah, electric knife or something, you you're that. not going to be happy if you do that. Yeah. Now, if you invest in like the pink or blue foams I for insulation. I could have donated some pink or blue foam to you. You know how, but that and that shit costs a small fortune. Right. Like a 4 by 8 pink foam sheet is. Yeah, it's depending on the thickness now, they're more like. It's either half 20, inch or one inch. 20 to $30. Oh, shit. Yeah, I could have donated, like I said, but my house projects over the years I've collected. Okay. So you're using bead foam. Yeah. Which, because you just happened to acquire this somehow? Because it's cheap and I have the hot wire cutters. Uh Okay, so are you putting these on top of hardboard? No, what I got was a, um, this same company that makes these hot wire tools also makes a foam coating. It's like a plaster-based coating. Okay. That you can do all sorts of, like, I just started working with it. It was really nice stuff. There's only one little catch in my particular situation and that I seem to be allergic to it. (laughs) So, like, I used it on Sunday. That night I was all itchy. The next day I was covered in hives, and by Tuesday, like, my face and my hands were all puffy. (laughs) So after a couple Benadryl... Did you apply it to your wiener to make it look bigger? (laughs) Uh, Not yet, but that's a definite idea. (laughs) I'm always looking out. So yeah, next time I handle that stuff, I'm going to involve some long rubber gloves. (laughs) And a condom. (laughs) But it's really nice. Um, They've got a variety of... um, of additives you can get to get different effects. Like I bought the bounce additive, which is like a, makes it a little more flexible because otherwise the shit's if you kind of brittle. Plaster is brittle and rock hard, so yeah. this stuff gives it a little flex because I thought it would be important for something yeah. that's going to be bouncing around in boxes most of the time. True, true that. but you can also mix the stuff like they suggest you can which what i'm going to do with the hills is that you can instead of mixing the plaster with water and this stuff you could just mix it with latex paint as the liquid additive and then oh you can add grit to it too which is what i've been doing to give it a stonier texture which is really nice grit (laughs) so like for when i mass produce these hills i'll just cut out I don't know, 40 hills out of the styrofoam I have. Now mix this stuff up with the pink color I want, and I just go over it, and it's pretty much almost all almost done at that point. All I got to do is maybe add some highlights and some static grass, and it's done. So, mm-hmm. cool. You know, maybe 
whoever you know wants to try this won't be allergic to it. And that'll be a big bonus. For you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so that, that's like the the basics. You got your basics covered. You got your trees, your hills. Have you uh, done any other types of terrain? Yeah, what kind of funky stuff are you working on? Um, if you look at my Facebook page, I've got a picture of my Chaos Dwarf ziggurat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which that is was the first one I finished. So you made a couple. Well, you will. You made one so far. You're going to make a couple more. Which that's which pretty much just a stepped pyramid. Yeah. Huge but pieces of terrain. Gold bull. But yeah. these ones go on the four by seven foot tables to kind of compensate. Yeah. Is your idea? Yeah, I'm going to make a gigantic pyramid that's that's the project this weekend hopefully well every anybody who's going to the tournament will find out whether it's a success succeeds or not because <laughs> this one i'm not going to actually make out of styrofoam i'm just going to make it out of um hardboard because it's going to be i'm thinking the, the base of it's going to yeah. be like either two and a half by a two and a half foot square if not maybe three foot well i'm trying to i think about things and when it comes to like main terrain uh, this size in terms of the square footage it'll take up yeah so your table your six by four foot table is 24 square Square feet. You may add a foot to that, so that's four more square feet you oh, have to yeah, work with. Baby. <laughs> now, if I make a, I could make a pyramid that's two foot square, and that just uses up that extra four square feet. <laughs> but I also want to actually take up some of the space of the actual board. Uh-huh. But if I up it to three feet, all of a sudden you've got to go from four square feet to nine square feet. You've you've more than doubled it. <laughs> so I'm yeah. gonna go like with a two and a half. Foot. <laughs> so okay, so people will get to see. Your, your shenanigans here. Um, yeah. Right now, I got sitting on my table at home. On one of my four by six tables, I've raised. I made it exactly half of the table, pretty much raised up four inches. Uh-huh. So that I've got a sewer drain coming out of it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> there'll actually be a hole being dug in the other side down into the sewer, and there'll be like a warp stone crater. Some goddamn skaven. <laughs> so, and there's three drains, three sewer drains, and one of them will have like this green ooze coming out of it. <laughs> While the other the two are just regular. Cool. We've got a couple people maybe waiting in the wings or... Yeah, I'm just going to get some buildings from mainly because that's going to be my main shortage this year. I think true. Yeah. Chuck mentioned they could bring up some terrain if Did you necessary. get your like pre-painted buildings? Did you ever buy those? Or uh, I've got, I I got some pre-painted it. stuff, but I didn't buy the ones I was hoping oh, okay. to. Maybe next year then. <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, we can make it a point for buildings. next year to do like we could do games workshop of, buildings. We could do all just make yeah, some cool some shit. I've got some kits uh-huh. at home. I just don't have the time to put oh, them together. Well, we got a building right here, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the Raj cardboard old school yeah. Warhammer building. What we got here is I scoured from the can't find it. the old shop terrain, and oh. it's a fourth edition GW house made from that cardstock, and it's the first piece of terrain I ever put together. <laughs> So I'm keeping it for emotional reasons. Oh, you're taking that back, are you? Right I'll, now, I'll bring it to the tournament. Right now, I own that bitch, and you can't have it. <laughs> Once the bear pays me, it's his. You can do whatever you want with it, bear. <laughs> I would personally just smash it if I were you. <laughs> Suck my balls, Raj. Bam! <laughs> so how many boards did you make total then? 13 this year. I've got a total of 31 boards. Wow. Diggity dog. 62 people. So... Uh, I noticed at North Star that those crafty Minnesota boys put little furniture, hammer-on furniture, what do you even call them, feet almost. Oh, on the you, like You hammer them onto the sides, yep. the edges of the board so you can stand them up without doing any damage. Do you do any fancy shit like that? No, I haven't found, like, the way I stack them, like, I keep finding ones that are bigger than a half inch. So, uh, kind of, I don't know, I'll have to ask those boys where they got theirs. Yeah. But so far, it hasn't been a problem. I'm pretty careful. I mean, it's not like I got... You move them I have to do a year. lot of this shit myself, yeah. so... Uh-huh. 
it's not like I have to I recruit a bunch of random boners off the streets. Usually just me and Joe moving them, so we're pretty careful. Bear's pretty careful. Watch <laughs> <laughs> those well, this year. This year is real nice, too, because this year I'll have the... We have a... My dad has a giant enclosed walk-in trailer with a ramp on it that... Mm-hmm. Last year was unfortunately being used by my sister for moving. Yeah. So and I had to lift. We had to lift everything up and put it into a pickup truck. This year we can uh-huh. just carry it in, lean it against the walls, and strap it in. Mm-hmm. We'll get it all in one trip. Plus, we can use that trailer for when the bastard gets too drunk. Lock <laughs> him in there. <laughs> that would be a bad idea because when you open it up, there would be shit smeared everywhere. <laughs> You can trick him into driving into it because it can fit. I'm sh- I can fit a Ford Ranger in there, so a Beetle will be no problem. He thinks he's driving home. Yeah, once, <laughs> once I get shit face drunk, <laughs> drive right into it. Close it up. I doubt I'd be able to thread the needle on that one <laughs> in an inebriated state. Well, usually I do all right. I never flew into a fucking cornfield while wasted, sir. <laughs> like some unnamed motherfucker unnamed did. <laughs> and then tried walking the rest of the way home. <laughs> Mum's the word. And that friend. <laughs> All right. So is there any other yeah. uh, terrain aspects you want to mention quick <laughs> before we maybe move on to some other aspects of the preparation? Oh, so we covered preparation we covered H. covered the hell that is making trees, basics of board making. Hills we covered. Oh, one thing we should talk about, this is something Joe kind of turned me on to, other than this <laughs> porn turning on, was... Uh, Using cheap um, flooring to sell stick floor tiles uh-huh. makes for really nice. Like we'll we'll use them for like our forests sections oh. and for just about anything else because that, you know like hardboard. This pain has to cut like cardboard. Cardboard, yeah. You need a yeah. saw to cut, and then you got to sand it and clean it up and shit. Cardboard is cheap and crappy. It's never gonna last. So this stuff you can cut with a scissors, and you know it's still it's a little flexible, but I mean, so is latex paint, so it's not gonna bust off of there or anything like that. For the, uh, the all the terrain that I just purchased, it's all thick cardstock, which turns out you can buy in greens and blacks and browns. So that's what was used at the shop, and those have fucking held up for years and years. There's still a big stack of them in there, so yeah. So those work good for that. Purpose. Those are fine for the, like the outline of the forest. Yeah, yeah. But if you you can't flock those ones, oh no, you'd never do yeah. that. Yeah. See this but, stuff? It's like it's self adhesive, which doesn't do a whole lot. But I mean, you can get a little bit of sand to stick to it. Mm-hmm. You know, paint over it, and then if you want, you can do the whole army board thing over again, which is probably what I'll do, just to make a match. You know, just yeah. Prime them, sand them, paint them. Fuck them. What all you got left then to get ready for the tournament? You got a week and a couple days. And yeah, uh, yeah literally eight days because today is Thursday. Yeah, but this might be my full-time job from here on out. So. Uh, what, what all are you looking at? How many tables you got left? They're all done? Well, the tables are all made. It's just the terrain now. And then I do I have to do a little bit on the work on the prizes, but they're mostly done. So it's just some details. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you ever post pics of the finished trebuchet or any of that? Uh, it hasn't changed much since the last picture, so I didn't really bother. <laughs> I, this year, I seem to have generated enough interest without having to post pictures of all that shit, so this way I, can, I feel like it's safe to leave it as mostly as a surprise. Bitches. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it looks like. I mean, it looks like a trebuchet. <laughs> yeah. It looks fucking cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking advanced. <laughs> so, But with Brissembertoni and Hale Green uh, shit. The only thing, this time I'm not testing it out because I put uh, so much work into it. Yeah. I want to 
fucking sling some ball I'm bearings just at Chad Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> they put so much goddamn work into this thing. If the person who wins it wants to, I'll give them the directions, but I'm not going to risk this destroying this thing. Where are they going to find two little men small enough to fit into those <laughs> wheels? <laughs> <laughs> well, Man if wheels. they listen to Point Hammer, they probably have some pet gerbils anyway. <laughs> put them in there. You could squeeze them straight out of their butt into the wheel. <laughs> Richard Gere style. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about around tournament prep? Okay. Well, one other thing to prepare for is the scoring and how you're going to fucking work it out. Sure. So what I've used in the past and what we've done in the past is use Excel worksheets and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, it is dependent a lot on the person that does it. And, you know, you definitely don't want anything to go wrong in a 62 person tournament. So we're <laughs> going to be what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Um, so we're going to be using the tournament overlord program through Rankings HQ and I've downloaded the program and you can get it for free and use it up to 12 players and I kind of popped it in and I've been playing around with it and it seems it was a little bewildering at first but I I think that might just been because I'm getting older. <laughs> suspicious new of new, suspicious of new technology. You. Yeah, it's angry. Like, angry. This is different. <laughs> uh, but I was playing around with it, and it looks like it's pretty easy to set up, um, like the scoring and how that all works. Uh, the team stuff looks like it goes in separately. But I was <laughs> oh, talking God. with the guys who run that, Andrew and Gavin. Uh, Gavin, yeah. And they're going to... The one thing that looked like it might be a pain in the ass would be to enter in all the players. Yeah. You got to do it name and then last name. And then I downloaded and installed. They have a... In fact, like I have it here. Army and then the... They have an install area, for TO. You know, where they come from and all that stuff. Right. But uh, Gavin said that he would... We gave him a list, and he'll be putting that in there. So <laughs> nice. That should save us we'll quite a bit of time. We'll have to put it in the last couple ourselves. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to adjust because people might show up with a different army or Stragglers. just a new person, or we'll take some people out. But, um, you know, he gave me his contact info, and he'll be available during the day at the tournament as well <laughs> uh, if we have any questions about stuff, which I think is a big big plus to the program sure so we're gonna we're gonna try it out and see what we think about it i i downloaded and installed the tournament overload program that they have the one that's free for up to 12 players mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah um but did you put any guys in yeah well, i, put I in, added uh, me and you and a couple other folks and just messed around with teams and yeah how i it put all in worked. uh wwf wrestlers <laughs> slog it out <laughs> in a on, on the tabletop event. <laughs> million dollar man came out <laughs> hey dbsc <laughs> how did hacksaw do uh, oh jim duggan I, I had jim duggan in there oh man i had uh well, fuck that. Of doom i wouldn't Nash, i would never Nash watch Nash that Nash tournament raj no uh, jim duggan owen hart bret hart what about the ultimate warrior did you have the ultimate oh, warrior the ultimate warrior man you suck. I had the Macho Man in there. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Snap it to oh, the slip, Jim. Yeah, Undertaker. <laughs> Did you have the Undertaker? My Undertaker <laughs> yeah. body will destroy you. <laughs> 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 Paul we, I think that's what, Joe, you need your own personal Paul Bearer <laughs> to announce your arrival. Are you volunteering, Bear? Uh, only if you two pull me in on a corpse card. <laughs> 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 do we have to dr- or do we get to dress like zombies? Yeah. Cock sucking zombies My or normal zombies? zombies <laughs> will destroy you. 
We we order like eight realistic looking dildos each and make and we paint them up to look even more realistic and use them as necklaces, <laughs> like <a> dick necklaces. <laughs> All right. I'm anyway, not sure why we'd have dicks around our necks? I don't see why we wouldn't. <laughs> well, I came this close to having a blowjob barrel lined up for the tournament, but oh. alas, it was not to be. Wow. Well, well. Still time. I'm driving out to the, to the point here. I you just have to see a blowjob barrel. Barrels sitting out in the for sale, and but they didn't last long. Apparently, people are into blowjob barrels around here. <laughs> yeah. so. Number one form of entertainment Wednesday nights, just ahead of volleyball. Did you see that you can order an entire barrel of Jack Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. It's like eight and a half for nine thousand dollars. You can order an entire barrel of it, and they'll bottle it for you. It works out to about 250 bottles of whiskey. Holy shit. You get the barrel, too? Yeah, you get the barrel, and you get get a couple other little things with it. So you crack that open. It's whiskey, so it stays good. Forever. Forever? Is that... Is that the case? So what if you just bought the barrel full of whiskey and you don't want them to bottle it for you? I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> Wait, so you get the barrel, but then they take all the booze out and put it in bottles? Yeah, they bottle it for you so uh, that you don't have to be tapping this. Literally, it's one of those giant barrels that they use in the same. fucking... <laughs> well, if we get 250 people to come to the next Wapaka, we can give them all a free <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> for, if we can get fucking nine... Nine grand together. (laughs) (laughs) 250 people... Bucks we'll just add it to the tournament, the tournament registration fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you order like nine of them, you get your name on a plaque in the wall at the distillery when Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. You should you should fucking own part of the fucking company. You've spent that much money. You know what? That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it if is. If I get the money, I'm fucking doing that. All you need's like a hundred grand. <laughs> You'll never have to worry about when you what you're going to get drunk on again. Yeah. <laughs> buy a new house or buy a shitload of Jack Daniels. I think you can talk to Guinness, and they'll put in Guinness taps in your house. Oh, yeah? And, like, a, a similar barrel, a barrel arrangement. <laughs> Badass. It'd be a lot easier to convince people to get in the BJ barrel if it smelled like booze. <laughs> you get a contact You'd high? you like a contact drunk. <laughs> and, like, a penis drunk. Are you going to be passing out, uh, like, ass tampons soaked in whiskey or anything at the event bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there any other final preparations? <laughs> um... um we may. I don't know. Depends how if the Humane Society pulls through, but we may have f- Friends of Weebles stickers being made up oh, for people who nice. participate <laughs> in the uh, raffle. Yeah, oh, uh, the raffle going, as always. Yeah, we got popular. we got a couple of the Mid-State Sisters of Skate coming out. Did you talk to the bear about that? No. Yeah, you, Is that okay? Yeah. You she'll just do, they'll have like five chicks come out. For 50 bucks? For 50 bucks, yeah. All right. So we're going to have like five, I don't know, five, so who knows how many of the roller derby chicks come out and they'll judge the mustache contest on Saturday. Nice. Yeah. That's what we want. Some hot girls that uh, well. make these guys all <laughs> awkward. self-conscious and awkward. <laughs> They're going to immediately regret being in a Warhammer hall. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, what, what the fuck else we got here? We done uh, with this shit? We're done. We got to cut it off. Yeah. Let's talk about contact again. So uh, contact us at pointhammer at gmail.com. Send the bear care the bear question at the bear cares at gorkus.com. Check out the Flickr site, flickr.com slash photos slash pointhammered. I got pics of my new minotaurs up on there. Um, if you go to the pointhammered site at pointhammered.com, check out the gear section if you want to order some stickers. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it for oh, contact. I- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think we should leave our listeners with a, a closing question. 
What do you think? Yeah, let's That's do it. That's something that we did originally and we kind of got away from. Yeah, it was one, bring of, it back. one of the old things we used to do that I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how about we throw this question out there? Uh, if you're, why aren't you coming to Wapaka? Or if you are, why are you coming to Wapaka? So, so if you're not coming, why the why fuck aren't you fuck coming? You're not. <laughs> and if you are coming, no explain excuses like why in, in the world? <laughs> why in the world would you possibly go to Wapaka? <laughs> we want to know that too. Why, in God's name, would you come out to Central Wisconsin in the middle of fucking January? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, we, we want to know and uh, make us chuckle. We'll probably make fun of you on the air (laughs) (laughs) which is reward enough for me (laughs) as you can see because i keep showing up (laughs) (laughs) nice all right let's fucking end this man we gotta suck my balls suck my balls Big ass family, too.